dude. All right. Hey, dude. Hey. And welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Walker, with confident... No, 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 no. Oh, I just went back to <laughs> old habits. Oh, old habits die hard, my friends. Hey, it is Jesse Walker with the Rock Solid Gym Method, which includes courses, journals, one-on-one coaching, and as of this week, the Rock Solid Gym membership site, which I am super excited about. If you are listening to this now in mid-June, uh, next month, July, we are going to be starting the food experiment live. So if you struggle with food, dieting, having that all kind of control your life, starving yourself, all of that jizz jazz. <laughs> oh boy. Um, we are going to be going through that four-week course or four-week program. Uh, weekly modules, weekly trainings, and then the following month in August, we will be diving into solidifying it. So just a little bit more support. If you are interested, feel free to go to the rocksolidgymmethod.com, R-C-K-S-L-D-G-Y-M method.com, or click the link at any of my socials. Yeah. And um, you can get more information there. Otherwise, we are going to dive on into this now. I've got all that out of the way. Um, Welcome back. Welcome back to me, to you listening. Uh, We are going, we took a little bit of a break. Uh, Life happens. We're digesting things. We're in a better spot. And we have just come off, we, I have just come off of the 43 cutoff day challenge. So I've done these cutoff day challenges before. But um, they're always different. They're always good. I always get a lot out of them. But um, this one, there's a lot of things going on. It was a lot of um, processing, like, personal things, realizing other things, like, setting in the work that I do and teach my clients, like, for my, I was doing it again for myself. And um, quick little update. If you're what, um, I'm starting, I'm going to record this for as long as I can on video for just some highlights, some updates. If you follow any of my social medias, Jesse Walliker across the board, um, I'm going to start adding in those. I'm going to see how that goes. I kind of want to, but we are in, um, one of the things from 43 cutoff days, the last thing that I posted was how I started it because I was not in, uh, good place. And I'm still like processing it, but I'm in a much better spot. Um, had just gotten out of a relationship. It was a messy breakup, processing all of that, like not putting, like making myself feel super guilty about it, like understanding where I had gone wrong, what I could have done better, but um, addressing like my pain and struggle through it as well. Um, Like feeling good in my body where I wanted to work out again and get back to a more consistent routine, Um, get back into CrossFit, doing a little bit more, like actually get into running and feeling like an athlete, Um, get into a better routine with food, stuff like that. Um, But it all just started in a really, I was in a bad spot. I'm living at home. If you're watching the update, you're seeing like the inside of my my brother's room. He is in the military. He's in the Navy. So I'm living back at home. I am living in his room. And as of recording this, let's just give you kind of a life update too. Um, So I have had, I have been, I'll say quote unquote homeless because that's kind of what I've been calling it, but not really because I'm obviously, I have a roof over my head, but 
Um, I haven't had my own place in uh, has it been almost two years? It's almost gonna be two years. Gosh. Okay, that's that's for another time. Uh, but I've been living out of um like my uh what do you call that laundry basket for a year and a half um have gained a few more bits of clothing uh have my basics of like my work stuff and work bag and I've taken a few things out as well but like it's all been in storage for a year and a half going on two years I haven't had my own things in almost two years and that's a long long time and a lot of processing and again that is for another story but um the big thing with the end of that 43 cutoff days and we will get to the topic of this which is um body dysmorphia and everything but I ended it with saying like I did this because I wasn't happy with where I was at I wanted a redo on life and I'd wanted this before but it just felt so much like like there was no place to go no place to go. I was, I'm enjoying my work. I'm enjoying coaching again. I'm going to take a quick drink. So I don't want to cough. I'm enjoying my work. I'm enjoying my coaching. I'm enjoying the people, but it's not what I had my life planned out and what I thought was going to be like at this point. I didn't think I was going to be in this place at 27 years old, but, and again, another, we're not, I'm not beating myself up about it. I've gone through it many times. Like I'm okay with it, but it still is those days where it's like, I would like to have my own place. I would like to have my shit together. I would like to be in a different spot and feel more in control and feel happier with where I'm at. But that's not my reality right now. So it's appreciate, like, it's been what I have been talking about lately on my socials is what do you want your future reality to be like and putting that into play now. And that's what I was doing for 43 days is I wanted to be active. I wanted to have a gym membership. I wanted to be more consistent. I wanted to really enjoy my work. I wanted to set boundaries. I wanted to say yes and no to th I wanted to say yes to things I would say no to, and I wanted to say no to things that I would say yes to, and drawing those boundaries, and setting standards, and making plans to, like, help myself, and to get better, and to, like, in the future, seek therapy, and to, and to get myself out of this hole that I feel I'm stuck in. This is a lot. To, this is not how I plan this podcast to go. Oh, what a ride. Welcome in. This is the Brain Dump Diaries. I, you you knew or you didn't know what you were signing up for it's a brain dump of my mind and I know very few people if any will listen to this so it's mine and I'm putting it on the internet for the world to know because somebody else needs to hear this is it going to be about body dysmorphia or is it just going to be about me processing things it'll be in there a little bit okay but <laughs> because the big thing with all of this is I wasn't happy with where my life was at. And if I kept kept on with how things were going, it wasn't going to get any better. 
it wasn't going to get any better. And it was just going to be a continual cycle and just wanting to crawl into a hole and die. It was. I'm, I was so unhappy and unfulfilled, even though I w- I'm in a very fulfilling position. I still, you can have so much, but yet nothing at all. And that's all perspective as well. So it's been a constant choice for the last 43 days to appreciate where I'm at, to appreciate like the progress that I'm making, to appreciate what it is that I'm doing and understanding that this is okay. And it doesn't matter that other people like don't see it in a bad light, that other people don't see it in a weird or negative or you failed way. Because you're pro this is what it's all been about. It's the 43 days is just an open diary of me processing emotions and talking myself up. And that's how I wrote my 59 days to habit change is in 59 days, what did I need to hear each and every day? And I wrote that to myself as much as I didn't want to hear it as much as a pep talk wasn't going to do it. Like, what did I need to hear? And I told myself that, and that's what I needed to hear for those 43 days as well. What do I need to hear? What do I need to say? What do I want to say? What do I want to feel right now? And through that, I realized how much body dysmorphia I have. (laughs) Like, I've been, I've had such a hard time in my life admitting that I've struggled because everybody else always has it worse. I can take care of everybody else. I'm strong enough. I'm the caretaker. I can make sure everybody is fine. I know how to handle myself. And that's how I've addressed every situation in my life. That's how I dealt with my breakup is even though it hurt and we both hurt each other, I understood that he was hurting more because I was the one that did the breaking up. And I put myself aside. So I've been allowing myself to feel those feelings and to come to an understanding, know what I need to work on, know why that didn't work, know what I need to do differently, like understand that I still was hurting in that situation too. And it can be both ways in that. And I can still be the villain in somebody's story, but that doesn't mean that I'm the bad guy in mine. Like the bad guy that doesn't have any feelings. So... Owning up to the fact that, like, I do have undiagnosed body dysmorphia. I did have an undiagnosed eating disorder. I do have mental health issues, even if they're undiagnosed. Like, I can I can plan on, in the future, getting them diagnosed. But I spent so much of my life looking for something wrong with me and looking for a reason for why I was the way that I was. And the biggest thing that always sticks out for me is like getting, getting tested for dyslexia and like struggling all through school, but silently doing it because even though I failed tests, like I could still do extra credit and I could still do good on homework and like it would balance out. But then once you get to college, like it doesn't work that way. So I'm failing classes and doing everything that I could, like taking the notes, recording classes, Like, I even did longer test times, and I still, like, was under the long test times. Like, I still made it within the class time and beat other people in the class, not that I was trying to. Like, different ways of processing and memorizing. Like, I drew 
on my body to get to know like the muscles better, but that's just not how my brain works. And then going and getting tested and then being like, yeah, whether you have the diag, whether we have a diagnosis or not, like we'll work with you. We'll figure this out. We'll come up with a game plan. And it came back inconclusive, inconclusive because I've had it so long that I learned to mask it and they don't, they can't say for sure if I do or if I don't. And all that they gave me was everything that I had tried before. So what am I going to do now? What is the point of this? I was always chasing a diagnosis, a reason for why I struggled, for why I was a victim, a victim of struggling, a victim of not losing weight, a victim of life not going right. So I could push the blame on something else. So that's why I'm not good enough. That's why I can't do it. That's why I'm not lovable. That's why I can't do this. That's why I don't like the, I've only had one relationship and I still messed it up. This isn't just about body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia will be another time. We're moving that sticky note over. This is just a brain dump on my 43 days of me processing life and a life update because Shit happens. <laughs> Shit happens, and you just have to roll with the punches. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what else to say with that. I'm trying to think of, like, how I can roll this into something else, how I can roll this into, like, uh, this is what I work on, this is how I process things, like, and this is why I do this, that, and the other, like, to help people. But sometimes when life just sucks and you're in the process of working through things and you know what you need to do and it's a constant daily reminder I've said this so many times, like putting things into the, into my membership site, the three pillars is food, fitness, and body image is it's a constant daily moment to moment, hour by hour, minute by minute, day by day, month by month choice of making a change of making it a different thought of saying like, I'm not fat or I'm not that big. I'm not as big as I think I am. I'm. I am strong. I am stronger than I think I am. And I'm stronger than I'm allowing myself to be. I am loved. I am lovable. I am capable of doing that. Even if I don't want to have kids, even if I truly feel like the person I thought I was, the person that I saw as like meeting somebody that I thought could be my person of everything that I had prayed for and wanted just didn't line up and dealing with like almost like heartbreak all over again just because I saw something that was too good to be true and I couldn't have it or saw something that was actually possible saw somebody that was actually possible and I have to let them go and Yeah. 
I don't know if anybody's told you this, but when you start to better yourself, when you start to make positive choices and changes in your life, it's hard. It sucks. And there's very few people that can understand it, that can actually like get it or even just listen. And that's a big reason of why I do what I do and why I will listen to people and hear what they have to say. Because I know what it's like to not be heard, to not be understood, to have like a fix-it band-aid plastered on you when that's not what you wanted. You just want to be able to be open and honest with somebody and have them not look at you with concerned or scared or questioning or you stupid idiot eyes. Of just wanting to know that you are human and you're processing things. And that's why, that's honestly why I made this podcast was I had things to say. I wanted to say them. It couldn't be scripted. And that's why I feel like sometimes I can't be consistent with this podcast because it's not something I can really be consistent with because it is just a brain dump. Like a lot of my older ones, that I love every single podcast episode that I put out there, but my older ones, a lot of them are just me walking around. You'll hear snow plows and cars driving by or me like driving in the car and just talking through things because I know that because I don't feel like I have anybody that I can just really talk to. That I can really just be open in my 100% authentic self. Because it's been enough times of people that I've been close to, that I've trusted, that don't hear me how I want to be heard. Or they'll say something that makes me doubt that they'll actually listen. Or that they actually care. And that can be hard. And that is hard. And especially when you are growing and changing yourself, the people that you, and you've maybe heard this, or maybe it's just that's the, this is the content that I consume. But it is true that once you start bettering yourself and holding yourself to higher standards, those standards don't apply to the people that you met beforehand. Not everybody is trying to better themselves. Not everybody is trying to go where it is that you want to go. And when you're growing in challenging ways that used to be or challenging ways that they are and how you were with them, that's hard and that's uncomfortable. And just makes things difficult. So... Yeah, dude, I, this is not what I had planned for (laughs) this podcast. If you couldn't already like grasp that. I initially had wanted to talk about how I found out I really do have body dysmorphia. And now I'm just saying how life is hard, dude. Life is hard. And if nothing else, I just want you to know that. 
We're all struggling. None of us have this figured out. I just had a conversation with my mom again that we've had a few we've had a few times over the years. She went through my like one on one coaching when I had first started it. She's done my programs. And it's still something that her counselor said to her in high school. You're not smart. It still affects her to this day. She doesn't want want to have that. <laughs> like, I don't want these fears of inadequacy, these fears of not being understood, of not fully being able to, like, trust somebody and open up. I don't want that to continue. I don't, I know, I've been processing and being like, you know what, maybe I'm going to get married, like, in my 40s. Late 30s, early 40s, like, once everybody has, like, had their kids, they have their family, like, the marriage didn't work out, and I was supposed to be their person, but because it's later in life, and I realized I actually don't want kids, like, we just met at the wrong time, and it wasn't working out, like... I don't think I actually want that. But that's how I'm able to, like, feel where I'm at right now. So. Am I going to put this podcast out? <laughs> oh, this is just a total fucking brain dump, dude. But that the 43 cutoff days was actually really good for me. I am in a consistent routine. I'm feeling really good about myself. I have a clear-cut plan. I'm diving in, back into my coaching like confidently scared because I have been petrified of doing it for years and promoting it. And even though I have been doing it on this podcast, I haven't 100% been doing it because I'm terrified of admitting to what I'm worth. I'm terrified of admitting to that I know what I'm actually talking about. I am terrified that people are going to call me out because I don't have a college education and I don't need it for what I'm doing. And I'm not trying to write up workout plans or diet plans. Like that's the complete opposite of everything I'm going to do. It's all about just coming back to you and trusting that you actually know what it is that you want. And like reconnecting with yourself and understanding like what it is that your body's trying to tell you, what it is trying to say, and knowing that you can decipher that and you can make choices based off of that. And they can and will be the right ones and the good ones because you're going back to the reason why you're doing this in the first place. Because if you do want to be a healthy and fit person, you're going to make choices that a healthy and fit person will do. Not based on a diet that you're following, not based on a certain workout routine or anything like that, and not feeling like you have to be x y and z in order to be a fit and healthy person and to be considered an athlete you don't need that title from somebody else in order to call yourself that and that is my soapbox and that's what I want to own up to because I surround myself and I'm around people that are educated and that are intelligent and that are smart and I'm worried about being called out but in honesty I in all honesty I don't care 
I don't need to know how every single muscle in the body and how your body digests and everything like that because I know how it feels. I know mind and mind muscle connection. I know basic form. I know what it is that I need to do in order to progress and do more. And I work with people that like know more than me and I don't hold that against myself. And I know what I'm doing. And sometimes it's just hard to admit that you know what you're doing, that you're actually intelligent when, when all of your life you've wondered why you struggle so hard and nobody questions it. Like my mom didn't actually, like I didn't fully tell my mom and she didn't fully hear me until my senior year of high school. And that's freaking scary when you finally decide that like you want to go to college and you want to like potentially get a master's degree because that's what you want to, because the career path that you wanted to go down, like will require that in order to go as far as you want to go. When before it was like, I didn't even want to go to school because I hated it. And then I talked myself into a two year degree. Like I could do two more years. If I have to do it, I could do two more years. Okay. Maybe four. Okay. Maybe six. But that should have been a dead giveaway is that I didn't like school. I don't learn the way that they teach. I can't regurgitate the information like that. That's why this genre of coaching. Oh, would you hush? Oh, gosh. Um, that's why what I do is I'm staying in my lane. So it's challenged me to just do it. I was going to push off the cutoff days until I was in my own place. And as of right now, we're not really anywhere near that. And that's kind of a hard pill to swallow. And I don't like it. But I was pushing it off because I wanted to do it when I was like, I had my own space. And I could. But... I decided to jump in and do it now because I wanted, because I wasn't going to wait on my life anymore. Because you're not guaranteed. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. And I would hate to push it off even more. Because I know that this is what I am meant to do, that the life I'm meant to live is pretty much here. All I have to do is just grab it and accept it and do it. And that's hard and that's scary to admit that you have potential for more and you're kind of just settling. You're kind of just taking it easy, kind of just playing it safe. When what I know and what I want to do is so much bigger and feels so much better and right and possible than the safety that I'm in now. Even though it's so uncomfortable and it's so not exactly where I want to be. It feels a little bit safer because it's normal, because it's easy to tell people about. 
But yeah. I honestly do promise that I'm in like a good spot. It's just been a weird funk because I have, because I'm in this next step of owning where I'm at, taking that extra step in. And it's hard and it's scary, but I'm no longer waiting for the click of confidence because it doesn't always come. I was talking with my mom about this too, but like it doesn't, you don't always just get a snap of the finger and it falls into place and it's easy. Like you may have a snap of the finger understanding of like why it is, why you do the things that you do and like what got you to this point. But this is stuff that has plagued you for years, if not decades. And that's hard to work yourself out of. Like this fear has plagued my like monthly, weekly, daily, if not moment to moment thoughts and full body existence for like five years, five, six years. And that's a lot to like take on. Like that's a big task to take. And I am literally just taking it day to day. Monday was rough because I was fully like stepping into it. Today was a little bit easier because it's my day off. Like the rest of this week could be hard. It could be easy. It could be better. But it's a day to day choice. And it's moment by moment of I'm choosing to do this. I'm choosing to make this change. And it's hard in the moment, but I know that it'll be easy moving past. That you can't just call it quits because there's no quits out of this. Like this is life. You can't get a redo as much as you want to. And as uncomfortable as it is, it is so much better to push through and to come out stronger on the, on the end and work through the emotion and the pain and the struggle and the fear than to just let it control you and to live a half-fulfilled life. So that's where I'm at. Again, not what I thought I was going to be talking about today, but obviously I just needed to. I may listen to this for myself. I will put it out there. Who knows if I will tell you about it. But I'm serious about the membership. Like, that's really going to be good. And it's still, like, as much as I'm afraid to own that, like, I, this is going to be legit. Like, I know that the work I'm doing is going to change lives. And one day I will not have a career in this anymore because I want this to be that big where everybody knows about this work and does it and just embodies it and exists it. And it's common knowledge. Like, that, what protein is kind of thing. Like more so than that, more so than like understanding what proteins, carbs, and fats are because not everybody does. I want the work that I do to be so mainstream, to be so understood. Like the diet and weight loss industry just does not exist. And I work myself out of a job entirely and I just have to go and do something else, which I've got other things I want to do. Like that's how big I want and I can see this to be like monumental completely changing everything and that's a and that's scary and that's a lot to own up to 
for somebody who didn't finish college for somebody who did struggle like and I think that's why I guess we're not done yet (laughs) and I guess that's why I felt I needed a rags to riches story for how big I wanted to go and I think that's like the toxic positivity is something seriously and I get so and I know this this is pushing like this all over the place hush stop stop admitting and acknowledging it and I know this is all over the place but Um, that's why I get nervous. Like when other people are saying that they're watching like these motivational videos and listening to these motivational speeches and like going down the rabbit hole that I was, because I can't be pushing my past onto them. But I also know that there is a fine line, especially when you dive into fitness and dieting and gaining muscle and like wanting that motivation and the hustle and the grind and the five hours of sleep and successful people wake up at 5am and like that mentality can be all consuming. And again, what I specialize in with the mindset of things and shifting it and like looking at it differently, but where was I going with this? Crap. Oh, my brain. Um, Shoot. Oh, my mind sucks. (laughs) Just a part of me being me. And I don't know how to pause this and then like re-listen back to it and see like, where was I going in this? And if I listen to it again, I'll be like, oh, that's where I was going. And like, I kind of got to it, but it's not as satisfying because I don't remember it. Um, but trying not to push that onto them of like, this is going to be something bigger. Okay, let's see if we can do this together. Let's do this together. Write down in the comments. Comment below if this is frustrating you to no end. Tell me what it is that I'm going for. Um, Mind, don't go blank. Don't just like bail on me. So this is going to be bigger than it, than me. Um, For somebody that has like learning disability or like, struggle in college, like, doesn't have a college degree, like, this is going to be something so much bigger, people that are, like, diving into motivational stuff and being successful, I have no freaking idea where I was going with that. Gosh, and it's always, like, the good tangents. I need to just start writing things down more, but fudge and A. I wish I could just pause it and, like, re-listen to it and, like, come back to it, but I don't know how to edit it all together. I am on bare minimum here. But I want this to be bigger than me. And I need to own up that it's going to be. And it's not going to get any easier the longer I wait. Oh, I think this is where I was going. Yeah, toxic positivity. Oh, I'm so sorry, you guys. Toxic positivity. I got really deep into that. Um, it's totally my brain dump diaries because processing things. So I got into that. And that's why I think I needed a rags to riches story because of where I wanted to go. It needed to be a big transformation. And so many people and so many interviews that I listened to of people that were homeless, that were struggling, that had like seven bucks to their name before they like figured it all out. And I did that. I fucking did that twice. Gosh. I did. Fucking did it twice. What's wrong with me? 
went to complete zero, like negative in the bank account, have no place to go. Like this isn't my first time being home. This is my second time. My second time. And <laughs> oh, I have wonderful parents. I really do. I have great people in my life. But this is something that is not normal, what it is that I want to do and the impact that I want to have. But they, everybody has believed in me. I just haven't believed in myself and I haven't thought that it, I know that it's possible and I know that it can, it's going to happen. But I think that's why. It is why. It is why because I had it in my mind and I've acknowledged this so many times. I had it in my mind that I needed a rags to riches story so that the success that I had was okay. People weren't going to say, like, you didn't struggle enough. You don't know what actual struggle is. And that's why I downplayed all of my issues. And I've been silent about it because, like, everybody else has it worse than me. No. Everybody has their own shit to deal with. None of us know how to actually process it. That's why we all need therapy and coaching based on what it is that you are most comfortable with. You can find success in both, in either. We're all just struggling. None of us know what the frick we're doing. We all need help. We're all silencing it and shaming everybody else for admitting that they are struggling, for admitting that they do have issues, saying that like that's not good enough. Like you don't have actual, you don't know actual pain. You don't actually know what you're talking about. You don't actually. but you do. It is okay to have certain privileges and to still struggle. It is okay to have certain luxuries and still have a hard time. Like you don't need a reason. You don't need to justify why you want to have it better, why you can have success. Success in your own eyes. But I think I just got so consumed by what everybody else was doing that I didn't deserve it yet. And I I had it in my head. I This was my mantra for so long is get comfortable with the discomfort of life. Getting comfortable with the discomfort of life. When I was going through like my first, like when I sold my house and was, that's a big issue, but it was getting uncomfortable, getting comfortable with the discomfort of life. And I got so comfortable with the discomfort that I couldn't accept actual comfort, that I couldn't accept like actually being okay. Like actually having more money. I got comfortable with having the negative, with struggling and with high anxiety and just going off of 20 bucks and um, like silencing my hunger pains with 50 cents from the vending machine for a pop because it would spike my blood sugar and give me something. Like it was really bad. It was really bad. And I let that happen. I perpetuated that. I could have gotten out of it. I could have never let it happen, but it did. And I was too stubborn and too afraid to make it better. 
And I don't want that to happen now. I want to ride that this can and will be good and this can and will be better. Hmm. Most of that stuff, I and like obviously it's very surface level, but most of that stuff I had not planned on ever talking about until I was successful, quote unquote, until I did have more money in the bank, until I was on my own, until I could look back and say, this is what I did. This is where I came from. This was not good or okay, but I still did it and I don't want you to do it. But sometimes you just need to be a step or two ahead of yourself. And to say, once you've understood, once you've processed it, once you've gotten past it and it's no longer like a fresh wound. And we're, and we're going to do that. We're going to get past this. We're going to work on ourselves. We're going to continue on this. But I know that where I'm at and what I can do is more than enough for what it is that I want to do and how it is that I want to help people. Like in-person, personal training, all of that stuff, that's at Rockbox. But the mindset behind it and disordered eating and binge eating and restricting and starving yourself and overworking and forcing fitness and punishing yourself with it and body image issues and body dysmorphia and hating yourself and always seeing yourself bigger and all of that stuff for the people that actually want to see a change that's the excellent gym method the membership, the journals, the courses, the one-on-one high-end coaching. That's that's that. And that's my expertise. I had already gone through enough trauma and pain and enough heartbreak and enough physical pain when I decided that I wanted to help people not go through that. And I have been pushing it off. And I am so sorry. I have not been helping people for six years. I could have done it sooner than 2018. I could have done it sooner than 2018. I knew enough before that. I had taken myself out of it before that, but I kept, I've kept myself spiraling. And I don't want to do that anymore. And I will. I am going to put this podcast out here, out there. It is super freaking long for what I've been doing. But this needs to be out there. Because when I look back, I need to know that this is out on the internet. And it's not just in a hidden file on my computer. Of like a year from now, listen to this and see how far you go. And realizing that you did not go far at all. So that's on processing. 43 days to 43 cutoff days has just kind of continued on for me. I it's been like a week and a half out from that. Last week I got my membership site all set up. I recorded, I made handouts, downloadables, got that all situated. I've got a few more bonuses I'll record have it all planned out, but it's, it's happening. Whether one or no people are in it by July, I will be going through it and adding in more content and continuing on with it because this is work that it is not going to go away. It is not going to change. This is going to forever be the stuff that I want to get out into the world. 
And in order to continue on with it, I need to start doing it now. So that's where I'm at. It's okay to be messy. It's okay to not have it all together. It's okay to be questioning yourself and wondering why you aren't broken. You don't have to silence it because other people have it worse. Your pain is your pain. And you don't need somebody else to say, yes, you are feeling pain in order to feel it. Saying, yes, you do have it hard in order for you to accept it. It can hurt just because it hurts you. And that's it. Accept it. Feel into it and decide if you want it to continue hurting or not. And if you don't want it to continue hurting, then you make a conscious change. And it is going to be hard. But it's a choice that you need to make. And when you do, each day that you decide, each moment you decide, it will get easier. I no longer spiral for months at a time. Sometimes it's just for 45 minutes on a podcast. Then I will go make some food. Chill out. Accept that I'm going to upload this, not think about it. And just mindlessly scroll because right now I just need to be entertained. And that's okay. Because I am still working through things. You are fantastic. You are wonderful. I so appreciate you tuning in if you did listen to all of this. Because we are on, you get to see the ground floor of something very large. And I promise I am going to be something large and big. And you will get to see that happen. And I'm very excited that you will. And you as well. Wherever you are at. You have got big things ahead of you, too. Whether it's for many people to see or the people in your world, you are making a difference and you are a very big deal for them. So thank you so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic day. And we will talk again very, very soon. Bye-bye.